Welcome into the Bear Down Podcast here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. Bear Down Podcast Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. We also bring to you Black and Abdal weeknights from 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. On today's podcast of the Bear Down Podcast, we talk gambling and we look ahead at the NFL season. We talk to the Fat Jack. We talk to Jack each and every week throughout the NFL season. And it's about that time, Abdallah, to get ready to gamble on the NFL. We're about six days away yeah. from the Bears reporting to training camp. And before you know it, the NFL season will begin. And so we got to get that information and get ready for it. The Fat Jack, you can go to his website, fatjacksports.com. You can also follow him at the Fat Jack. And you can call at 800-298-1383. We talked to Fat Jack about the NFL and gambling, and we start with the Chicago Bears and taking a look at this team heading into this season. How do we view the Bears and their win total heading into this season? Let's go to Jack. Honestly, betting on teams like the Bears right now is like going on a blind date and proposing to them during the appetite. I mean, you might have a next-level smoke show that's going to take you to the promised land. You'll be married for 100 years. Or you might have a crazy person that's going to end up killing a rabbit and leaving it on your stove. I mean, you just don't know. There's too many unknowns. And so when I look at the Bears, that's what I look at right now. Now, once they get to camp, we start seeing some things. People, you know, they laugh about preseason. And certainly if you're betting on the preseason, you might have a gambling problem. But the reality is, is you can learn a lot from the preseason, especially with teams like the Bears. Uh, and, and they're not alone. I mean, any team that's had a lot of turnover or have a, a major part, look at the Miami Dolphins with getting Hill, and, and how, frankly how Kansas City looks without him. So you look at some of these teams, and if you're betting on them right now, you're really taking a flyer. Now, if you're in Chicago, you, I, I'm sure a lot of people would like me and you guys to say, yeah, gosh, they're going to win eight easy, right? The field's second year, a new turnover of the coaching staff can only help, right? I mean, we, we talked last year that, that I'm not sure how they were scoring any points with anything. They looked like a, a rudderless ship that was going down the, 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 uh, on the ocean. And so I think that there's a lot of reason to be optimistic if you're a Bears fan. And the best news is it's a very competitive league. So a play here, a, a, just an elevated game here. And when you get players like quarterbacks that end this year where they can take bigger steps with that change of philosophy, you, it's not going to surprise you if they win eight games. It really isn't. Um, people say, well, that's a homer. I'm not from Chicago. What do I care? You know what I mean? But the reality is they've got some of the pieces, and from a coaching standpoint, you look at whether that's going to move them up or down generally, and I think it can only help. I mean, I was not a big fan of the last coaching staff. I think they was lost the entire time versus personnel and play calling and everything, every reason they bought in, brought in that coach. He looked horrible. So I think that this has an opportunity to be a, at least an improvement year. If you get an improvement year, you win eight games, and that makes that makes everybody happy in Chicago. So I would lean over. I think there's more reasons to be optimistic. But not to mention, you get an easier schedule when you finish badly. We see this every, almost every time. Cleveland went through this a few years ago. They went three or four games. They get an easier schedule. The next year they go out and they make some noise, win a bunch of games, fly over the wind pole, and then ever since then the expectations have been silly. Uh, and they, they've underachieved. But we're in that, that kind of that pattern with the Bears now where I could easily see them going over the total. Jack, you know, that that's kind of the way we've approached this offseason is that, yeah, if you look at the roster comparable to, to the rest of the league, the Bears seem as if they do have less talent. But when we talk about the NFL each and every week throughout the season, 
something that that we always go back to here on the show is that most teams are at about 500 with talent. There are some teams, a couple, like four or five that are that are elite and and the best in the NFL. And there's a couple that are horrendous. You know, always the Jets are in that category. Uh, but the kind of uh, way we've looked at this offseason is, like you said, the coaching staff, plus if they play some competent defense this year. And then also, if you keep Justin Fields upright, you have a chance to just be in games where last season, it seemed as if Matt Nagy put that team behind the eight ball before the game even started. The game plans were terrible, and they also just seemed like from the moment the game started, the Rams game, the Browns game, it was just a complete, the Buccaneers game. They were blown out in the first seven minutes of the first quarter, and I think that difference, that little change, just small stuff like that, will go a long way of, of looking at the Bears season where they're competitive in many of these games. I'm not saying they're going to win a whole bunch of them, but at least if they're the underdog getting points, we might feel good throughout the season gambling on the Bears. Well, and it's one of those things where Fields has, will take some personal responsibility for keeping Fields upright. I mean, you can, we can blame a lot on what Nagy and, and the coaching staff did last year because they were incompetent, uh, for lack of a better word. But just the maturation you get from being in the league, just to feel that we saw him in college, this kid's a great athlete. He's a good quarterback. He is going to find his way, so he's going to improve. And when you're talking about improving win-loss, you're exactly right. Most of the league, the NFL does an incredible job of generating parity amongst the teams. And so you can throw out the top three or four on the high, throw out the top three or four on the low, Jacksonville, the Jets, you mentioned those five teams. Everybody else kind of in the middle. And every year, and I mentioned Cleveland a few years ago, but we see this every year. We'll see teams that look lost the year before, they'll make a change most of the time in the leadership role, and certainly they'll have either improvement at quarterback from who was there, or they'll trade and they'll get somebody in, or a rookie will, will end up being phenomenal earlier than expected, and they will, they'll make that jump. I mean, a good thing if you're being a naysayer with the Bears, say, how did they win as many games as they did last year? How did this team beat anybody? Right. I right. mean, they literally were playing with a quarterback who couldn't stand up, right? They didn't know who was going to start. The defense underachieved. The coaching staff had to put his house up for sale in about week four so that he could get out of his you know, balloon mortgage or whatever he's got going up there. They couldn't throw it in the lake. So you have a – how did they win any game? Well, they won because there's a lot of parity in the league. Other teams are going to show up, turn the ball over four times. You turn the ball over four times in the NFL, you lose almost 80% of the time when you do that. Teams will do that just based on making mistakes. So you're going to be there. It's almost impossible not to win any games, and it's next to impossible to win all the games. So you say, okay, let's try to get over the win. So we're going to get three or four just by showing up, literally throwing your helmet on the field. You're going to win three or four. So where do you find those other wins? Well, there's a lot of options, and you can't say this about every bad team. And we talked about Jacksonville. We talked about some of those, and they should improve. The Jets, the Jets are going to be the Jets until further notice. Don't ever bet on or against – don't ever bet the Jets to go over anything because they are a bad team with a horrible fan base that's going to show up and boo from start to finish, and they have, uh, they're mismanaged from the top on down. The Bears are not in that category. So I think it's absolutely have a chance to go over six. There's a few other teams I expect to go up, and a couple other I think are definitely coming down. Tampa Bay, we talked about Father Time and how it's undefeated. The fact that – is anybody going to be surprised if Tom Brady looks – human this year think about the yeah. difference in this year versus past years with him mm-hmm. he, he retired then he unretired gronk is out now he may come back later they have a change at the top 
I mean, this is a team that's going through some things. So that's all going to pull you back to the middle. We talked about the Bears being pulled back to the middle on on the way up. Look for teams like Tampa Bay to be pulled down to the middle simply based on the fact that they do have a quarterback who's trying to figure out what's what. And you can't do that typically. And I know Tom Brady's different, but you can't do that in the NFL year in and year out. You have to be all in. You have to be on the same page. And that's a team that's got some things going on also that I expect them to kind of regress to the mean. So uh, Bears going up, and I look, I look for Tampa Bay, the Bucks coming down. Another team, we had a ton of fun at the expense of Aaron Rodgers when you joined us throughout the football season last year. Now he lost his girlfriend. He lost his number one wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Oh, no. Their win total is one of the highest right now at 11. There's the only higher is 11 and a half in a lot of places. Does, do the Green Bay Packers kind of come back down a little bit because of the loss of Devontae Adams, or does it, does it not matter because Aaron Rodgers is just going to be Aaron Rodgers and continue to just crank out wins in the regular season? Yeah, now I don't know who wants to date Aaron Rodgers other than Zane being Aaron Rodgers. I want to, have, I want to spend five minutes with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure how State Farm gets away with it. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to love about Aaron Rodgers, but the reality is this dude is Superman, and he gets it done. The, how many times has Green Bay shown up and we didn't know anybody? I mean, the average fan couldn't name one player on his offense. Adams was hurt. Something's going on in the running back. They got you know weird things. Tackles are all out, and they figure out a way to get it done. Betting against him is a little bit like betting against Brady two or three, four years ago. It's just a losing proposition year in and year out. I understand the Bears fans would love nothing more than for Green Bay to kind of come back down to the pack. But as long as Rodgers is focused on what he's doing, and he is, and he's going to show up, and as you said, this is not a team that I would bet to win the Super Bowl, uh, but I do think they, they're gonna, they've got eight or nine wins just because he's on the field. You could only say that about literally one or two guys in the league. I mean, it's just they're worth their weight in gold. So as long as he's healthy, and that goes with all these types of bets, you bet any, over the total of any of them, there's always that as long as they stay healthy that goes at the front end. But he is a different on a different level. He's worth more wins, and I'm not sure it matters who he throws it to. He puts the ball places that only his receivers can catch it. He, he makes the right decisions such at such a higher percentage than even that next-tier quarterback in the league that I think you're, you're absolutely playing with fire if you bet under their win total. Uh, so I would either steer clear or I might lean a little bit over because you are getting a little value because he lost his number one target, but I'm not sure it matters with him. I mean, we've seen his receivers and everybody else get hurt, and he just seems to go out and get it done. We're talking football with the Fat Jack. Go to his website, fatjacksports.com. Also follow him on Twitter, at the Fat Jack, and you can call 800-298-1383. Another team in the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings, Jack, over the offseason, I've seen opinions on the Vikings go both ways. I've seen people suggest they're going to take a major step back. I've also seen people suggest that the Vikings are a, quote, sleeper team heading into this season. How do you read the Minnesota Vikings as we uh, get ready for camp in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, their number's right around nine um, in a lot of spots. And I think, you know, that's a lot of wins. You talk about just under double digits. And they have. A, we talked about the fan base of the Jets. I mean, basically showing up and yelling and screaming, throwing their nachos and beer literally the first two minutes of the game. Vikings are kind of the opposite of that. They show up, and they will give you 100% of everything they've got. That home field really matters up there, even when they're struggling. How would you like to year in, year out, go out and be cheering for Kirk Cousins? Another guy, I don't know that we want to spend a lot of time with off the field. I mean, he just seems like a guy that yeah, would drive that. you insane. <laughs> but, but they figure out a way, and they're all purple stripes and their horns and all the 
stuff going on there. They figure out a way to, to rally around their team and get behind them week in and week out. And that's worth something when you talk about a league of parity. Nine, nine and a half wins. To go under nine and a half, you lay 125. So that number's right around nine on a lot of the sports that I've seen, FanDuel included. Um, so, and I think this is a team that's going to get about right to that number. I would have trouble betting them with their key pieces getting into double digits because they're just they're, they're not that talented top to bottom. But they are one of those teams with some of the changes they've made from the top on down that you could see taking a bigger jump than most people think or, or certainly falling a little bit short. Remember, we're not talking about five, six, seven wins. When you get up to double, winning half your games or getting into double digits, you're doing a lot right You know, more times than not. And I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm willing to bet on that. I would probably lean toward the under. I think they lead eight or nine wins on the year. A team that Chris and I made a lot of money on, especially towards the end of the season, was the Cincinnati Ooh, Bengals. Baby. But it seems like they're a prime candidate to regress this year. They have the tenth best odds to win the Super Bowl at uh, twenty-one to to one. They're plus twenty-one hundred right now to win the Super Bowl. Their win total is ten. Is there value on people overvaluing this team, and maybe you can take advantage and and maybe make a little money on the under ten wins? Yeah, see, I kind of see it the opposite direction. You know, we had a trend a few years ago. It hasn't played out in the last three years or so, but before three or four years ago, it had gone almost a decade that the loser in the Super Bowl didn't make the playoffs the following year. Right. And I want to say it was like 10 of the previous 11 years prior to two or three. Two, the last couple of years it hasn't hit, but team that lost Super Bowl did make it to the playoffs. But before that, this was a league where if you made it to the big game, and then you lost, you typically regret, you're talking about regression, a big time regression. And I think that most of the general public looks at Cincinnati like you do and like I do. That this is a team that has a magical run. They caught teams at the right time. They put it together, got hot at the right time, and they ended up getting all the way to the game. But to see them not having that type of success, they had so many things go right, especially late in the season and into the playoffs. I don't know that most people, especially the average fan, we're talking about value. That's where you look. Well, what is, what is the value here? I think more people than not would say there's a, a bigger potential. They would regress. They would win eight, nine, nine games, somewhere in that range, or eight, uh, and they could fall way off that. We talk about strength of schedule based on how you did the previous year. That Super Bowl contender or loss, you know, loser in the Super Bowl, they're not going to have a lot of layups as far as the, their scheduling goes. Um, outside their conference. And so I think that this is a team that should regress. I didn't, I, listen, I lost a bunch of money. You guys were on them. I was against not, I had the Rams win at all. We talked about in August. Oh, yeah. And so it didn't mm-hmm. matter. I could throw away as much money on, on Cincinnati as I wanted to. And I was still <laughs> going to make six figures on the game. And I did. I, I hit them really, really hard and actually middled it with Cincinnati plus the points. And all my clients will tell you that. We all had Cincinnati preseason. Excuse me, we all had the Rams preseason. We bet Cincinnati plus the four, and that thing just smooths right in there like the Ferrari in the garage. It was a great, great finish where you hit both sides of that. So, But I was never a huge fan of what they were doing. I never thought that they would go that far. So maybe I'm still undervaluing them. But, yeah, if you make me play it, I think they regress. I think they're an eight or nine-win nine team at the most. And, Jack, you were sitting in studio with us last August, and uh, we can attest, you said it on the air. You said the, the L.A. Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. And if you're listening to Black and Abdallah, you're listening to this show, you're going to my website, fatjacksports.com, bet the Rams now. And you told all of us to do this back in August of last year, and you were right. 
So, like, the proof is there. The proof we heard it here on the show, and our listeners definitely heard you say that. And you, you kept to that throughout the season. We kept bringing it up. Is there a team that you look at right now? Uh, as we are about, I've a tried week, guessing it every time away. we had him on. I no, tried I know. guessing Here it. In I the couldn't. Season, we're trying, well, but our listeners know that Jack nailed it last August when he was in studio with us in the State Street Studios. So, Jack, we're we're about a week out. Uh, are you narrowing down your target on on someone that you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? Oh, it's narrowed. I've already put ten thousand of my profit on him, Ooh. and the one guy who came up and stood outside the window and waved <laughs> at us during the show in August. He didn't have a shirt on, so I'm not sure he had an account to bet. But if he had a shirt on and he had any money, hopefully, because he yeah. stood right out there waving at us for oh, the yeah. entire show, yeah. I'm hopefully he put all of his money on it, put his shirt back on, and went in somewhere and bet the thing. So I'm going to be back in town for the uh, football fest you guys are having on oh, like, yeah. the 20th, I think. Yes, I'm August 20th. How yep. long? I, I'm going to be married, I, I want to say, 29 years on the 21st of August. So we're going to come celebrate nice. it's 28 or 29 years. When you get my, my age, you forget things <laughs> like that. But I'm going to be in for Football Fest, and we'll be giving out that winner during Football Fest. All I may right. have some anniversary shirts made up for people as well. So people should definitely come on down to wherever we are uh, over that course of that week and get the, get the, the free winner, say hello, and absolutely bet, bet it. Because I've got another team I, I really like this year. Um, I think they're going to get it done. But, yeah, let's save that for August. We'll get a little more information under our belt before we give it out. All right, perfect. Uh, if you want information for Football Fest, it's ESPNFootballFest.com. You get free tickets right there. All you have to do is register. It's at the Hard Rock Casino in Indiana, northern Indiana. So it's a short drive from downtown Chicago. We will all be there. Uh, Abdallah and I are going to be doing a, a gambling panel during the, the fest. Fat Jack's going to be there. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Jack, so if we're waiting for that team, there's a team that Abdallah and I have been looking at uh, throughout the offseason, suggesting that maybe it could be one of those teams. Uh, and they made some news today with Kyler Murray. They locked in their quarterback, for five years, two hundred and what thirty million dollars? They got their quarterback in. We're, we're not quite sold on the head coach. Uh, the Cardinals over under for this season is at eight and a half wins. How would you kind of view the Cardinals heading into this season? So let me get this straight. I gamble for a living. I gave away the Super Bowl winner last year, and you two are doing a gambling a panel at the big football fest out in Indiana. Is that what's happening here? They're just propping us up on a stage yeah. to allow uh, experts. Speak. I'm, I'm writing all this stuff down, Jack. Yeah, I'm just going to repeat gonna, all this. We're going to be there to just help facilitate. <laughs> help facilitate. So, are you having other gamblers up there? Or just you, the, people are going to fire questions and they're going to run over the sports book for you. I, I think it's the two of us and Carmen DeFalco will be there. Another yeah, host he, on the he, radio. He station. hosts a, yeah. another gambling show here on the station. Yeah. Sounds like a party. Okay, yeah. I will. I do think they go over eight and a half wins. I'm with you. I like Kyler Murray. I like the maturation. And I think their coach, every time I turn on Love Island, I expect to be their head coach. So I'm not sure that he's all in uh, with what they're doing out there. And that does matter. Although, you know, we talked about McVay. Uh, He kind of took, you know, steps back the previous two or three years, and they put it together. So uh, Arizona, I definitely play over the eight and a half. 
All right, Jack, I appreciate it, and I, I'm going to write that one down for the football fest. They hmm. over, over in that one. My favorite part of the NFL season sometimes is looking at who's going to be the absolute worst and rooting for losses. I, I love doing that. I'm sorry, bad teams, but if you're the Falcons, if you're the Jets, if you're one of those teams, if you're the Seahawks, I am rooting against you at all costs. If there, are, are there any teams that you think are just going to be god-awful and only win like two or three games this year? Yeah, I think the Jets are going to be bad again. Um, I, I, I could also see Jacksonville taking another year or so. So I, 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 even though they got better at the end of the year, I definitely those are the two teams. I think there's a lot of other teams that I would suspect go under. I'll wait and see once they get to camp. Uh, but I'm not sold on what the Giants are right now. I think you know they have a, they've had a bunch of excuses over the last two or three years with injuries and different things. But I, I'm not sure this team, even when they're healthy, are a type of team that can make that next jump. So. I don't think they're going to be very good. And I'm not sure how Houston wins a bunch of games either. So um, there's definitely some teams at the bottom that I think are going to have trouble digging their way out. Uh, two, one, two, three games, that is a futile – that's such a bad year in a league we talked about has a lot of parity. So uh, but those would be uh, you know, the leading candidates for having one of those absolutely horrible years. Jack, we mentioned the Bengals as a team that could possibly regress, and, and we agree that, that I think they're still going to be pretty solid. Is there another team that's just an obvious pick for you to look at and say, that team made the playoffs, they were really good, but they're going to take a step back this season? Yeah, I mean, I, Cincinnati's the one that jumps out. I mean, okay. they're, they're the one that I think they put it all together and went the right way. Um and I definitely think that they probably back up a little. I also think the Rams are going to back up a little bit. Okay. Um, they're a team that, that obviously put it together. And they've got a lot of their main pieces also, but I, I'm not sure that they have that magical run either. They remember the middle of the year, we were having to sweat the, yeah. the best because they did lose some games. They turned the ball over a little bit. Their running game is not that solid. And so um, I think they're a team that could also step back. Um, there's going to be room for some of those middle-of-the-pack teams to step up and be relevant here late in, in December, uh, early part of January. Uh, but those those kind of high-profile teams are the ones that I – and I mentioned Tampa as well. Tampa's another team. Right. I think absolutely takes a step back. They made the playoffs. It's not going to surprise me if this is the beginning of the end for the Bucks and Tom Brady. Jack, if one of our listeners goes to your website, fatjacksports.com, as we sit about a week away from teams reporting the camp and the football season's right around the corner and the college football season's right around the corner as well, about a month out, what will someone receive if they sign up at fatjacksports.com? Yeah, not a moment too soon either. With the NFL teams um, coming to camp, now's the best time to get signed up. You save the most money. It's about $800 less than it's going to be September 1st. And more importantly, you get baseball for free. I'm 7-0 and the last eight days in baseball. We were 6-0 and going up to the All-Star game and really, really hot. And nobody pays for those plays. They're absolutely free. So when you sign up now, you not only get the lowest rate of the year, you can pay out the service fee up to four months. You also get baseball absolutely free. Those games are up about 30 games this year. And as I said, they're on another really, really hot streak, and you don't pay for those plays. So go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up now. The most important thing, plan ahead. If you're looking at, at sports gambling like you're going to the fair or the carnival, expect to lose. Expect to walk out of there with a tummy ache and maybe a big bear. If you want to make money, you've got to look at it like more of an investment. Ask yourself, what am I doing differently than the 97% of sports bettors that lose money betting on games? Because that was are national statistics over the last 50 years. 97% are losers. Why are you in the 3% that wins? And if you're not, I, may, I allow you to do that. I, you get my 
text, text your cell phone or email to you. The service fee is very straightforward. You don't pay a different rate depending on how much you bet. And most importantly, you're getting consistent plays, text your cell phone or email to you that are going to put you on the right side more times than not. So great time to go get signed up as we head into the middle of the summer. These NFL teams uh, report, get signed up and start winning this year. Sign up at FatJackSports.com or call 800-298-1383. Jack, you're the best, and we can't wait to see you at Football Fest in about a month. Fire up, guys. I'll see you soon. Have a great week.